Hello, and welcome to episode number 219 of the NerdProCo podcast. We get a little bit mushy at the beginning of this episode, so be prepared for that for like, I think it's the first 15 minutes of the episode. We're incredibly mushy because it's the first time we had been recording in person probably in over a year. So we were a little mushy at the beginning. Not much to promote. Uh, if you like this podcast, tell your friends. Tell your friends who tell their friends. Leave a review on iTunes. That all does very much help us. Uh, hit us up at NerdProCo on Twitter, NerdProCo at gmail.com. The outdoor videos have not gone up yet because I have not been around, so they did not get posted as soon as I would have liked to. We've been off for a while. We were all very busy, so this is the first time we're all getting back together. The video should be going up next month, early next month. Uh, and also we're going to be hosting a video, uh, a giveaway on our Twitter account of some camping and outdoor equipment. So keep an eye on that at, at NerdProCo on Twitter. That's about it for the promo stuff and the stuff you need to know about. So let's get into this episode, episode number 219 of the NerdProCo podcast. Stay nerdy, y'all. Okay, and now we're starting. Hooray. You know, let's start out with, like, some real talk right now. Sure. Um, I know... Guys don't typically say this, but I think we have to. At least I have to. Okay. <laughs> I love you guys. I love you too. No, no, I'm not even laughing. I really love you guys. I, I mean, knew it was gonna get mushy. Like, no, like I mean it's like I, first time. I was being I was debating here. whether it was gonna get mushy from the get go. I think we have to. I mean no, it, there's yeah, nothing yeah, 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 yeah. Listen like the last year, you know, there have been moments where I just did not want to socialize and you kept on coming to my place podcasting and i really appreciated that it's sure. like just like that little sense of sanity and normalcy well at least and Jamie i don't did. think i have ever said thank you for that but i just like thank you for being there thank you for being thank a friend. you for having me you over because i feel i felt exactly the same you know when i was finally able to kind of come by i was just like yeah not not feeling <clears throat> isolated um and yeah there's been a couple people who i uh I went to like I went out and I visited uh, Jared and Tiff mm-hmm. and their new puppy. Okay. And I hadn't seen them in a year, and it's just yeah. I I had a conversation. I I mentioned this uh, to Dan. Is I thought I was more like you. Like that, I was like, oh yeah, because you know I was going off into the woods and the mountains, and I'm yeah. still doing that. Mm-hmm. But I I finally hit a point this. Like, I think I want to say, you know, 2021 around the spring where I was just like, I don't like being. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, Aside from nerdy shit, there's a whole separate thing that it's just like I had another thought when I was away in the Catskills um, that I was just like, yeah. uh, Yeah, I might as well put this on in here. I don't care. (laughs) Um, I need to get out there, man. (laughs) <laughs> being single <laughs> sucks balls, and like, and, uh, and being single in a pandemic, no. Yeah, less. yeah, that. Yeah, I mean that. I some like of that was was you know it was okay for a while, and then there was, I don't know, I couldn't tell you specifically what it was that you know. Because I was, I was more social. I actually went out of my comfort zone because a lot of times when I go camping, I'm just actively trying to avoid people. Yeah. I mean, but, that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. 
But I was on the campground, and the, the guys were some older dudes who, because everyone else was either like handfuls of people or families at the campground. Mm -hmm. So, and I was the only one who hiked in and the only one who was by himself. And so the, there was this group of three older dudes who just, they were like, hey, we have some extra apple strudel, like apple pie. Do you want some apple pie? And I was just like, I, I can't say no to free apple pie. <laughs> and yeah, I sat and I talked to them for like a half hour and that's then awful. and then I went back over yeah. and. That's the, that's the beauty of traveling in, yeah. any, in any fashion, really. You're going to meet people. Yeah, and they'll offer you stuff, and you know you kind of that's the that's the the best part I think about yeah traveling. And there was a there was a lovely French girl whose dog like I we were kind of keeping the same pace. She was hiking with her dog, and for a while I was ahead of the her and her dog was kind of chasing me. And I mean I've always I'm notorious for thinking of the right thing to say, like. And Never executing. Well, no, 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 no. Like five minutes too late. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. But that is true. <laughs> that is true. I've gotten a lot better over at it over the years. But like, let's just say there was totally an open window for me to like start a conversation, and I just, I literally like, I was interacting with the dog, and I was, and then I continued hiking, and she went in a different direction, and then about ten minutes hiking, I was, I just thought of like seven things I could have said. <laughs> and that may or may not have been the moment where I was just like, I don't remember how to. I don't know. I mean, like I can't. I, I mean, <laughs> it, on like a city street or like crowded place, that's fine. But I don't know. In the woods, maybe that was a this good wasn't, idea. This one. No, this wasn't out in the woods. This was, okay. this was near the campground. Okay. And I was on the escarpment trail. There's enough people who would just randomly talk to you on okay. that trail. And like, it wasn't like the dog like she brought up that the dog hit was like chasing me like catch trying to catch up with me and i was just like i could have had a whole sort of conversation like mm. of where she would you know it wouldn't have been creepy okay good. let's just say like when you're in the middle of the woods it could be but when you're in like where i was if people are hiking pe people just talk to each other okay it's it's not even like solo people will start will talk to each other. It's it's not, it's not a it yeah. It's less than like. Also, she was clearly like a day hiker. It would be different if it was you know, she was overnighting or like yeah. There, it's it's a it's a whole different deal. Uh, yeah, I'm like totally the opposite of you right now in terms of like wanting to get out there. I think for me, I don't just mean like being signal i just mean in general just oh, okay being social well in terms <laughs> like, of like with I mean, people i don't already know i mean like, I, I i don't mind just like keeping to my own uh circles because i trust you guys sure. uh, but in terms of like the dating scene it's like i think this past year has been very therapeutic for me just like hit reset mm. and deal with my own personal shit you oh yeah know? me too i'm and not that yeah. i've been like i have been, i've been looking to find like therapists but it's been a very hard in new york in new york city because everyone is looking for a therapist yeah, yeah right, right now. now yeah exactly so i've had to find ways of just like do th do some meditation and just like finding myself just like clear out whatever shit i have uh get rid of the baggage and just like i feel so much lighter you know yeah emotionally as a result whatever happens in the future happens in the future but i just like feel so much better and just like appreciating the things I do have, like you guys, yeah. you know, being in my life. And I've like, 
this past se- two years have been just like very uh, a great reminder of like how fortunate I have in terms of like the circle of people that I do trust. Yeah, my ride or die motherfuckers, which you guys are, and I appreciate that. Sure. Aren't you all? <coughs> Luckily, you have Kleenex near me, so I may. <laughs> I may. Not right now, but I, I may. I know, man. I know. It's no been shame rough. in that. It's been rough. I mean, I, and I, I love the fact that you, despite all the craziness that this year, this past year has brought, we've been fairly consistent about, you know, having these pods, even though I haven't been able to see you guys in person f- because you know it's a pandemic and because yeah. of my accident and everything else going on um so but i'm i'm just i'm glad that it, that we were still able to connect how's your right hand of doom uh better okay better by you know i'm not a hundred percent but i'm i've surpassed the 90 degree mark so okay, perfect yeah, and I'm I'm doing something new, um, in addition to physical therapy. I'm trying something new, AG. I'm going w- to weed. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm going to acupuncture. Oh, that's awesome! Tell me how that is. I've I've always been. Have curious you gone about yet? Because I know we were talking about this last time. Yeah, not, not on the. Pod, I've gone to about five sessions already. So how's that new, AG? Because it's it's like it's the whole experience. It's old school, dude. Yeah, of course it's old. It's over a thousand years old. Yeah, but it's it's new aging in the sense of the experience. At least where I go, like it's just like as soon as you go in, there's the Zen music and the gongs and the incense and weirdos with bigger, longer beards than me, you know, and like man buns or some shit like that. Yeah, no, no, it's it's all very, very clean, very nice aesthetic. They where, have where, where do you go? Um, actually, it's right by me. It's in the story. Ah, that, uh, that's I not a surprise. But I but literally I walked there uh, for those who are listening. It's a wild and well, uh, wild and well. Uh, and you think it's effective for you? You know, I. I went in with an open mind only because it was recommended to me. Actually, my my physical therapist recommended it to me because one of uh, his other patients started, like she had been going to physical therapy for over nine months and then started to go to get acupuncture in addition to the physical therapy. Mm-hmm. And they noticed a drastic improvement. Oh so no. then they, they came to me, like they're like, you know, it doesn't hurt to try it. Try it out. See, you know, see if you don't like it, they don't like it, but at least try it. So I went, you know, I, you, I went with an open mind and it's definitely an experience, you know, the, but it, where I go, the, the, she's very professional. She's very, you know, she knows, she clearly knows what she's doing. She guides me every step of the way about what's going to happen, what to expect. Um, so they have like, like my affected area is, is the right elbow so she focuses on on the elbow she puts a number of needles uh, in the area some of them go in i can feel it go in pretty deep because it has to penetrate the scar tissue that's still Uh that you know they need to break down um but then what i didn't expect in the first session is that she goes into to she puts needles in other places like my my the top of my foot uh my legs as well uh, my hands. She puts uh, a couple of needles here where the index meets the thumb, uh, and one on my forehead. And then, <coughs> but 
again, she guides me through the whole process. I have to relax. Um, and then she has, uh, she, she has some lavender oil, essential oils. Um, and then she leaves me. She, she lowers the lights, and then she leaves me for a half hour for me to just relax and then just let, let the thing do its magic. And it doesn't happen always, but and for most of the sessions I've been to, I'm just I'm just laying down in the darkness and just relaxing. Do just you pay attention to your breathing? Yeah, okay. I just breathe in, and you know, I, I get relaxed, and I feel something happening in my arm. I feel it, you know how it, fe it feels like you know like sometimes when especially after you have like a long day and you feel like your muscle twitching a little bit. Oh yeah, you know yeah. that's how it feels like. And I felt it even in the first session. And I told her, I told Elizabeth, I felt something happening. She's like, what happened? So I explained. She's like, she's like, that's perfect. That means that it's already working. It's the acupuncture is breaking. It's going to start breaking down the scar tissue. Um, but it requires, you know, it requires repetition. So I'm going once a week. Okay. Um, and I'm starting to see a slight improvement. In your range of starting motion. Starting I see a slight improvement in range of motion. Not sure if we'll get to 100%. Like, I want to get here, obviously. So, not sure if we'll get to 100%. But, um, we'll see. You know, okay. it's an, it's, Take it easy. it's a Take new it approach. Easy, no rush. Yeah, yeah, what I, yeah, what I, I was, when we were talking about it before, is, you know, there, there's the hard science, and then there's stuff that is, uh, depends on either it hasn't been proven yet or it's you know it depends on how whether you believe that certain things are connected or not so i what i was telling rich before was like the stuff that's in there it's by the garbage can if you if there's two of them uh but the stuff that's directly in your in your arm is definitely doing stuff because that's directly into the tissue and the, the, you know, the way, I mean, I'm not an expert on this, but because, you know, of, uh, so if you do enough research, if you're like a super nerd about certain things, like I am about like martial arts and pressure points and the basis of pressure points and martial arts, a lot of that is based in like, there are just places in your nerve tissue and, to a certain extent, acupuncture is the same principle. It's just on a, instead of like putting pressure with your finger, you're literally sticking a needle in that area and it's, it, it, it'll do stuff to your nerves. So it could help you. The stuff that is in your forehead and your foot and your hand that isn't like the actual arm, that has to do with meridians, like how things are connected in your body in acupuncture and like chi flow and all that sort of stuff. That, I mean, it. if you want to be, like, super-duper, like, Western medicine skeptic about that, that is, like, a lot of those things. It's like, well, there, it'll, it might help you overall, but whether it's actually, it'll actually help your arm is... A little I will is a little dubious end. on a purely like yeah. objective side. That doesn't mean that I don't believe. Let me make it clear that that doesn't mean that I actually don't believe that that could 
help your mm-hmm. arm. I, I, you know, I'm skeptical about that stuff, not necessarily the Meridian stuff. Because mm-hmm. it can help certain parts of your body. Right. Like, but, you know. And also your mindset. Also, I, 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 I'm a huge believer in the placebo effect. I think the placebo um, effect is like healing your body. Yeah. I will say at the end of every session, uh, there's, I, I emerge from, from the room with like this overwhelming sense of just, uh, relief. Like it, especially if I go at the end of every, of the week, big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel renewed. It just, there's something about it. And, Maybe it's like you said. Maybe it's a placebo effect. Maybe it's like it's the whole experience and overall. But it, it you know, I do feel it's like it's a, it's enlightening. It's a little bit um, sure. uplifting. Sure. So At the very least, I'm I'm getting that. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Uh. All right. I mean, let's. I, do you want to? I just appreciate the love fest. But yeah. 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 I want to. Uh, let's I get down like to business let's because. Yeah. The motherfuckers out there want us to talk about some nerdy shit. Yes. You know, even so. though, even though I don't think we're all caught up on everything, we can at least, we can very much. Uh, oh, Richie's. Uh, okay. We get stall and talk. Uh, like, what did you have in mind? Because there's been a lot of shit coming out. The Shang Chi trailer number two just dropped. Which was it just dropped. I dope. will have to watch. Well, well have you have w- not seen that. I haven't watched it yet. I didn't know. It. I haven't been home. I did today is literally oh shit the first day I've been like I mean I was at my parents' place but like I was distracted uh, okay yeah clearly um, um well because I was taking yeah. care of my dad and then I was also pet sitting and also uh Ooh, you my pause this and my yeah let's yeah, do let's that pause this so welcome back to civilization. Now you're caught up on like the two major yes, yes. movie trailers. I was in the mountains and then out. I was doing other. I was working and I couldn't watch all the previews and things. So let's start out with Shang Chi. What where were your thoughts on that movie? Um, it looks really cool. I I like what we were discussing like off mic. Uh, the how they've adapted the Tang Rings yeah. to be like you know the the basically the more kung fu version of rings. Yeah. More um, practical like armor whip, you know. Sure. Um arm um gauntlets. Um but because looking at it, you know, they've done the gems before. You mm-hmm. don't want to like repeat that, you know, with sure. this movie. You would like to switch it up. Now, um something that really caught my eye from this trailer was just like the dragon. Is it Fing Fang Foom? Is this like some imaginary dragon that is being projected in his mind the one in the water in the uh, water no yeah. i just think that's a i it's definitely not fang fang foon because fang fang, that's a whole well there's a you could always i mean it's a you dragon. definitely put that in there but but you gotta explain a dragon <laughs> you do but there are also like there in the preview there's one of those like the chinese like lion things in there too in that preview. So, I mean, it's it's just going to be a bunch of uh, mythical beasts. I I like the way they're leaning into, I mean, this isn't the only movie and also a show, you know, with WandaVision. They've kind of leaned into 
magic a lot more, mm-hmm. which is something they haven't done. I mean, they had Doctor Strange in, what was it, like Phase 3, I guess it was? But they haven't really, like, expanded the magical element of the MC of the Marvel Universe, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, it it looks cool, and... I'm liking the fight scenes. The fact I, that, I mean... It looks legit, you know. Uh, yeah, and we were... You were tell, you know, asking me about the cameo. Like, it's... I mean, I guess, yeah, Abomination as a cage fighter. That's that's cool. I mean, it's... it's I'm it's good to know that they have not killed off the character. He's still in play, mm-hmm. you know, for future movies. Um, uh, may, hopefully, they'll... We'll see him square off against the Hulk again. But just, like, seeing him is just more realization that this is a comic book-related property and that they're not going to kill off bad guys. Sure. You know, and that they will be reusing them for future movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Because you don't need – I forgot who played Abomination. Um, Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Yeah. You don't need him. You just you need the monster. And Although I love him. Like <laughs> Yeah, he's a really great actor. Uh, But – I think it's interesting. Yeah, one of the things that I appreciate is that they're not. I mean, like the major, major villains in a Marvel universe, it seems like they're just not. Even if they kill a villain, like there's another one that's replacing him or is above him uh, throughout the different series. I'm trying to. I'm actually kind of struggling to. I mean. Not, I mean, as long as if they're like super villains, super villains. I'm trying to think of a movie where they actually like kill off a super villain, and they, I don't think in any of them really. What, I mean, movie? yeah, maybe Black Panther, but even that's not like you know, that's Killmonger. Well, no, but I mean, I mean, dude, it's Loki, but they have the whole multiverse, yeah, that you could always. Yeah, like even if you kill somebody, is 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 that villain or that character truly dead? Because now you have multiverses. Yeah. Uh, and we also watched. I mean, I watched the Suicide Squad, the most recent Suicide Squad preview. I'm both of those movies. I'm super excited. Yeah, I mean, it's like they're it's promising. I mean, I love Ant Man, but I know Ant Man is not for everyone. So that's like the movie that people tend to overlook. I think that Shang Chi is a movie that will just like get people on board. Especially people who love martial arts films. Yeah. People, this is this movie looks like it's tailor made for the um, China market. And it is, it's, but it's but, gonna but, be a but, safe movie. But but but, 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 but I also political. I also think that unfortunately well. and maybe even sadly for Black Widow, Black Widow is gonna be another like uh, Spider Man Far From Home was a placeholder transition movie between the phases because it is about the past yeah yeah unless there's something in it like that is going to pop up later in that movie that we're just not seeing shang chi is really the beginning i believe of this phase of the mcu movies like that's gonna set and since it's a magic movie i think it's setting that that's i think i mean uh we were talking about what might be like the big bad for this phase of the Marvel movies, it's going to be one of the magical baddies. Uh, I don't think they'll go back to Dormammu again, although Dormammu is definitely powerful enough. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of weird cosmic characters too. But I think this is just my prediction. From what they've been setting up, it looks like 
even with with Loki that that like some sort of like magical villain is gonna be like the big magical slash maybe cosmic villain is gonna be the big baddie for this phase of the Time Marvel Lords, movies. you know. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> so hey, now that now that we've briefly are you caught you're you're caught up on Loki, yes? He's halfway through episode. On uh, Loki? Almost. Okay. I'm, okay. I was watching episode three, but I didn't finish it. I okay. Halfway through it. So speaking of, you know, magic and multiple timelines, you know multiple universes. What? You know who the other variant is, Rich, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's. A, a, you bring up Time Lords. I mean, it is. It's a. It. It. it, it it's good. That it that it that it reminds me of this, but I I was texting you before. It's this Loki. So they're so it's so Doctor Who. <laughs> like I, I mean, it's I so I, Doctor. I'm, Who. I'm not sure if it, it's so yeah. Doctor no, I'm Who. I'm enjoying it, but I'm there's... not sure it's so Doctor Who. Um, aside from like the, you know, hopping from disaster to the disaster. Sure. Um, there's a but vibe wise, it feels it. Um, Wait, Capaldi, Doctor Who? No. No, 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 no. Uh, Tennant and, and Matt Smith, Doctor Who. I would say Tennant more than anything. Loki, I mean, it might be, you know, just because Tom Hiddleston is British, but there's definitely still of all the modern Doctor Whos, I, in my opinion, Tennant was the most mischievous. Like... So, like, Loki in the this television series reminds me a lot of David Tennant Doctor, and they're running around a little bit from, like, disaster to disaster. There, There's, it's, and like I said, it's not a bad thing. It's just that there's a certain element of it that, and also the fact that, you know, one of the places they go to visit is Pompeii. It's just, yeah, like, I did remember. It, it, yeah, it's, it yeah. just kind of, and like I said, Again, you know, broken record, it's not a bad thing. It's just, I'm like, when is a TARDIS going to show up? I mean, he did mention Blue Box. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. He did overtly mention Blue Box because I rewatched that. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, Loki is, I wasn't too sold on it when I heard the concept. I was like, and then shit, it sure shows you how much Tom Hiddleston is dope. Yeah. Anything yeah. he's a part of, I and, am just going to laugh I, I, that I shit like, up. And I, I like the chemistry between him and Owen Wilson. Yeah. They, they play off each other pretty well. I didn't think I would like Owen Wilson. I'd you like know. Owen Wilson on um, anything, just about anything. You know, just like. I think it, for me, for him, it really depends on what he's in. Uh, some things are great. Uh, he's great in, you know, in, in uh, what is it, Wes Anderson films. Yeah. But that's because he's like, often is co-writing and co-producing those films with him, with Wes Anderson because they're like buddies. I also I was I was talking about this with Dan like Loki. Tom Hiddleston is just there's a thing that happens when you can see that an actor is just settled into and is comfortable with a character. He's a producer on this show. He is too. So yeah. He's like and he's invested yeah. in this property and in his character. Well, what's interesting that I've seen with the shows. Especially the shows. I mean, uh, Elizabeth Olsen was also a producer on WandaVision. Is 
it uh, seems like, at least with the shows, that they are often they are offering. I I don't know if the actors are requesting this or if they're just offering it. The uh, they have a stake in the shows, like not just as actors but as producers as well. Like they actually are like invested on a higher level in the series. I mean, that's a really fucking good idea. I mean, I the reason why Robert Downey Jr. got, you know, stuck around is because financially he was tied to all of this sure. success. And if you want to have these stars to not abandon shit, you know, and to like, you know, respect these characters, you want to get them to buy in. And no better way to buy in is just like giving them some sort of like stake sure. in this. You know, they're not just like actors, like no offense that you see in like, you know, the DC and Warner Brothers movies, you know, they they're part of a successful, you know, fabric, you know, of movies and TV shows that are now part of like everyone's culture, because unfortunately no one reads comic books anymore. Uh, I'm sorry, my kids don't read comic books. Yeah, that's yeah, fucking it's, it's it's so it's, <laughs> um, the only the only people who still read comic books are people who are our age. Yeah. Um, um, but the thing is, it's like, that's how you get these, char- these actors to buy in. And that's why we, I love these movies, you yeah. know, because these actors love to be part of this. They're not looking like they're just there to collect a paycheck. Yeah. Like you see from a lot of other superhero films, <coughs> um, uh, Henry Cavill. Um, yeah. so Al- the, although uh, I do, I do get the f- feeling, God bless her, that, that, that Scarlett Johansson kind of—I mean, she di- she died in in Endgame, but I do get the feeling that she's kind of <laughs> checked out. I mean, she's she cap- checked out a she's while. She's capable ago. of doing other things. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, I think she, same with Chris Evans, were two actors that you know they had like a timetable as to when they needed sure. to hit that eject button and do other things. Sure. Uh, they've they've got enough Disney money. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. not starving. You know, yeah. they, could, they could feed their kids, like yeah. a lot of NFL yeah. players always say. So they could do other things, you know, and try to dabble in other art forms. Um, and also, I mean, uh, weirdly enough, like, unlike virtually all the other actors, Scarlett Johansson is one of the few people who came in as a star. Like, even even by Iron Man 2, she, she was like, her what... What kind of like made her like rise was uh, was a Sofia Coppola movie, Lost in Translation, kind of catapulted her, and she's continued to become more famous. I mean, she was already arguably like a a star yeah, by the yeah, time she, she was, was in Iron Man two. Whereas she was recognizable. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. was too, but Iron Man was very much a the starting point to revamp his career. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. was like before yeah. that he was They took down. such a gamble. Yeah. That was a yeah. huge gamble for Disney. Well, not Disney at the time. Marvel. Marvel. Um to get him on board. So he was definitely tied, you know, to Marvel in terms of like re- uh resurrecting his career. Yeah, but all I mean actually that's, I mean, as far as like a, the only two other, other two people I can think of are, are the two people who played the Hulk, and that's Mark Gordon. Ruffalo was already like, but Mark Ruffalo was a star, he was, but he wasn't he like was a, not an A-list. He wasn't like yeah, he was not he an, was A-list not an A-list, A-list. He was a very popular character actor. Yeah. Uh, Ed Norton was a little bit on the 
down he was transitioning into something else i believe but also he's also just a really popular character uh, uh, he was never like a movie star movie star yeah but i mean is that norton he was even even then he was so well known yeah 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 uh that being said like weird side thing you know, I read uh, about it like a year or two ago, an interview with him, and I've, I've read, you know, because people definitely ask him still about the Hulk, and he had a whole, like, they they had a whole series, a, 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 you know, a trilogy of movies, a Hulk movies with him, and he actually, that was one of the few play. I mean, I love Mark Ruffalo, I love what they you know what the Hulk has become as like a side character, but he had a great arc for that character. I mean, I like, I no joke. I love that Hulk movie. I love that. I don't I, love it, but I you no know. no. I love it. I mean, okay. Louis Letourier was a great director for that uh, for that movie. I just never understood. I mean, I guess politics behind the scenes between Norton and. Marvel, but that was a solid movie. I mean, compared to what, um, what was the other director? A- Ang Lee. Ang Lee. Oh, I mean, yeah. that yeah, was fun. That was fun. The fight scene between Hulk and Abomination, perfect. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I thought it was like I think we saw it in the theater. Yeah. And I left, you know, feeling really excited about that because that was like I think the second or third MCU movie. Like was, I think it was probably the second one. It was the s- third. I think it was the third. It, it yes. was Iron Man and I know then it was Thor. Thor. Was the second? Okay. Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, and Captain America. Okay. That was Phase One. Yeah. Okay. So I felt. Well, no, no. Iron Man Two was part of Phase One. Oh yeah, you're right. I yeah, think yeah, it yeah. was actually I maybe Iron Man. I it, Hulk was either the second or the third one. I think it's second or third. I'm guessing uh, Thor, second. Thor was, Thor was post Iron Man two. Because the end of Iron Man two has the hammer, in it. Okay. And that was so Thor was the movie that was right after Iron Man two. Okay. So I feel like yeah, it was either second the second movie or it was the third. So I felt. Are you, are you googling this right now, Rich? But go go ahead. Because I felt that the Hulk movie was like the thing that sold me on what Marvel was doing. Sure. You know, because Iron Man was fun. I loved it. Um, but Hulk was like, if they're gonna make like an interconnected sure, movie universe, yeah. I don't know how this is gonna work. It's never been done, and it it vibed very well. You know, with like I think the cameo of Robert Downey Jr. at the end. Yes. Post credits, like oh shit, that that really worked out. Um, so yeah, that was like the selling point for me for the MCU. So I really dug and appreciated that the Ed Norton Hulk movie. So I will look pretty menacing is as opposed to looking like fucking Shrek. Sure. Compared to the Ang Lee version. Um, that being said, like what that wasn't in, they didn't have in Industrial Light and Magic to do the the effects and the Hulk and the Avengers. I love that they made the the aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Sorry, dude. No, go ahead. Off. It was Iron Man. So phase one was Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, bigger, yeah. Iron Man 2, Thor, and then Captain and America. Then Captain America. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I love that they've made the Hulk just like 
a hulkified version of Mark Ruffalo down to like his chest hair and stuff. Like there, there were just choices they made with that there. Right? That being said, so the first episode of Loki, very intriguing. I know a couple people were upset because they kind of just were like, oh, cause all right. So they've kind of made the past, whatever, 12 years of Marvel MCO movies not mean anything because so let's recap so sure Loki takes place right after like midway through Endgame you know we we see Loki just happen to come across the Tesseract and he escapes so this show picks up him after he teleports uh, from the MCU and the idea is he because he's deviated from his natural timeline because he was supposed to go back to Asgard yeah. and do whatever he had to do for Thor, the Dark Elves or Dark World. Yes. He became a variant, which now has him come across this new force, this new organization called the TVA, which is an interdimensional agency that regulates individuals who go against their timeline. Sure. So the people who are upset is like, oh, it makes the Infinity Gems not mean anything. So because he literally he found them in a drawer. But but that you have to understand context, though. Yes. The the Infinity Gems do mean something. They just don't mean something outside of the universe. And that's the whole point of that first episode. So here's the the thing. It is the, the, the point of the first episode. And also in the comic books, it's been established that the Infinity Gems only work in the not even the timeline because the timeline is different because if it was just timelines then uh the time stone should work because the time is because time is the same and all those what they're kind of established with the time variance is that each timeline kind of also ha- is its own universe, universe yeah. and the Infinity Gems only work in the universes that they're from, which is in one of the mo- – I was reading an article about this in a fun moment in one of the comic books, the few times in the comics where DC and Marvel have overlapped. Darkseid gets the Infinity Gauntlet, but it doesn't work because he's in the DC universe and the Infinity Gems don't actually work in the DC universe. So it, it's like a funny moment. He just takes it off and like throws it aside. It was like, wait. He was like, this is what they were all – Searching for, and of course, because it's Dark Side. Dark Side is DC's Thanos, essentially. Yeah. But yeah, and yeah, it, it's like a useless paperweight, exactly what it is. And also, the fact that the the dude who's one of the the dudes from Heaven, from uh, with the guy that's the good always place. getting threatened. The guy he's from the good place. Uh, he was in the good place. Okay. He's one of the the residents of Heaven, like one of the the group. Uh, yeah, so that was a cute little thing. Um, I just like the whole concept of the TVA. I just yeah love it, and they're like bunch of pencil pushers, paper you know peddling paper, and just like the whole nineteen seventies sixties office vibe sure. to it. Um, you also got the the woman from Lovecraft Country. Wait, the she plays the, one of the officers, Ruby. The older sister from Lovecraft. Oh Country. yes, yes, uh, yes, Lovecraft, yeah. uh, Love her. But did you notice? I, I, I don't know if we're talking about the same person, but the I I, I don't know, remember. I don't know her name, but 
the actress that is behind the desk in the TVA. Yes. She's the from she's from Black Mirror from San Junipero. Glasses. Oh yes, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the she's the other, the other girl. Yeah, the other girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I just I, I just realized that today. I'm like, I wait, didn't, she's I didn't from realize. San Junipero. Yeah, now that you say that, it's registering in my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that either. Uh, yeah, I love that. I'm also I want to rewatch it because I have a feeling there's a lot of stuff. That is just in the TVA. Like, there's been a lot of theories about what the buttons on the elevator mean, like what they signify. I have a f- that there, you know, all the stuff that's in her office, office that's like trophies. There's a lot of theories that, like, there's a, a lot of stuff at the TVA that is way more significant or, may, you know, interesting that, like, is just Easter eggs just all over the place there. That I just I haven't watched it <laughs> enough to to appreciate. Uh, I like the female Loki. I'm not sold on her yet. Just the actor, you know. We haven't seen enough of her. She reminds me of no. of the 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 new Doctor Who again. Is no, another Doctor no, Who no, thing? No, 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 no. She, pause, yeah, pause. she does. Just because she's blonde, that doesn't mean she's like the new no, Doctor. No, no, it's just like her whole, whole, her whole manner. It, it co- it, it's not. Wait, wait, it's not so? just. How it's so? not just because she's blonde. It's the, the same way that I have not seen the new Doctor. Yeah. Who, so it, I can't compare. The same way that that Loki reminds me of David Tennant. She reminds me of. Uh, I'm I'm drawing a blank on the actress's name, yeah. but, but yes. Uh, but I think that uh, uh, that part, like her reminding me of the new Doctor, is partially because so much as the other stuff reminds me of Doctor Who. I think that might yeah, be. But I, 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 to be, f- I can't really speak to that because I have not seen the newer version. Yeah. But I just the the character uh, with Sophia, what's her name? Oh yeah, because she's not going by Loki. No, Loki. She, yeah, she's, she's Sophia, got some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she comes. Sylvie. Goes, Sylvie, exactly. Yes. You know, I just like I I kinda like the chemistry between her character and Loki. I mean it's like yeah. it's weird for me to I guess what the kids say, shipping Loki with himself. But what? a female So, so you Wait, know what's you know uh, what's grandpa moment, what what is that? What is the shipping mean? Shipping. Oh, come on. I thought I was a grandpa here. Shipping is when you try to uh, establish a relationship. R- relationship. Relationshiping. It's so yeah. Oh, so yeah. Really? It's a so I could, wow. I could, s- I could, s- I could see that. Uh, I also think it's funny that if if that is what is like, you could be reading into that, but also like, there's nobody that Loki could love more than himself. So <laughs> I think that's kind of. <laughs> but she did mention also there is him. someone. Yeah. That she has feelings for that you know across yes. a different reality that she's hopefully waiting uh, for, that oh, is waiting for her also a thing that they just threw out um like didn't it was just a uh oh you know they just threw it out there tom hiddleston loki is by i mean that's expected though. yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean i expected that too but because it was of just his like, character in north mythology i mean he's wait did that is that revealed toward the end 
no he just halfway throw, when, through. When they're, when they're having a conversation, she yeah. asks him whether he's been with women and, and yeah. boys. Is there another <laughs> prince or a princess <laughs> yeah, yeah. or prince? Yeah, yeah. She asked yeah. him that, but what did he say? He just he's like, there's been a little bit of both. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Oh, I yeah. missed that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's in keeping with, like, North mythology in terms of, like, Loki – He's been women. He's been men. Yeah. He's been horses or other sure. animals. So he's very fluid. Yeah. You know, he's very fluid. There's no set, you know, gender for him. He's like, he's fine with anything. I also appreciate the way. So they're, they've also expanded a little bit. I mean, it's a little bit like. It's weird to call it technical jar- jargon because it's like magic, <laughs> but but the but the yeah. way that like they just they're laying out like the projection way projection or, yeah. and like that there's differences. Well, that's just Loki being an ass trying to like show people off that hey he knows more than they do. It is, but I appreciate so. Doctor Strange had this. I like I like it when even though it's magic. Like, one of the things that I, I, I've always hated is when you, they have, like, magic in a show or a movie, and it's it's just magic. You know what I mean? It's And that's a lot of times the way they explain it. It's like when someone can do it, do something, and it's like, it's just magic. And it's just like, all right, so we're not going to expand on the logic, yeah, like, the structure behind the yeah, magic. Like, and I like how, the, you know, even if it's a little bit and it's, like, gobbledygook, I really enjoy when almost like when magic has a structure that is similar to science. And that's a thing that they've kind of established with the Thor, especially with the Thor universe is like all the, th- like all the, you know, I, I you know, Rosen bridges and all that stuff. Like it's a cheesy moment in the dark world where it's just like, is that a, whatever magnetic resonance, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's a soul forge. And she's like, yeah, that's it's a day. Does it convert energy to blah, 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 blah? And it's, I like how, you know, those two things aren't necessarily like entirely separate. And it's expanded on in this, you know, that like, you know, magic takes training and like there's differences between illusion, you know, magic, even though, you know, he's showing off and that's, there's, the way he has ex- explained it, because of the way my brain works when I watched that, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That, like, what this is how that works, and this is how that works. They look similar, but they're different, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, another thing um, that I liked about this is because the character development of this version of Loki. Because remember, Tom Hiddleston is no longer the Loki that we saw grow and sure tr- is you know trying to redeem himself by trying to like defend his brother thor that one's dead you know this is a new loki who's just been brought down by the avengers who's been humiliated by hulk and the avengers so in a matter of like a couple episodes wait, wait sure let's can, can we do a little uh, let's backtrack a little bit because i'm trying to remember I, I haven't watched endgame in a while so because Loki dies at the start of Endgame. Yes, right. He dies. Start of Infinity War. Actually, Infinity War, yeah. 
after Infinity War, at the no, start of Endgame. Beginning, beginning of beginning Infinity War. Beginning of Infinity War, yes. That's right. Yes, you're he right. He has, the whole point of Infinity War is that yeah. Thanos is collecting all of the rings himself. Right, right, right. And so, then he's trying to get this, like, the, the space ring or okay. the space So uh, he stone. dies, he dies. At Protecting the start his of, brother. At the he already right. has the, the at space. The, at the start of Infinity War. But then in Endgame... They go back in to time. They go back in time to, to the events first of, Avengers. Of the first Avengers, and that's the Loki that they meet there. Yes, and that's the one and that we are Loki dealing with. That that's the one we're dealing exactly. with. Exactly. Got it. So okay. he is a bad guy. Then, at the yeah. end of Avengers, he's a bad guy. And now he sees, and he's humiliated. And that, but now he sees his his demise. Not only his demise, but his mistakes. What really changes him is the fact that through Owen, through Mobius, he sees that his arrogance directly led his mother to die. Yes. He right. sees that. Yeah. And I think that's what kind of like starts to break away at his, you know, his ego and is real and changing him slight slowly for the better. You know, he's not there yet. He's not a good guy yet. It's but he's he, he realizes that, oh, shit, you know, he's made mistakes. You know, his he's made bad actions. You know, he's killed a lot of people. And Owen Wilson's character is, like, pushing him to realize, you know, just, like, the genesis of how cruel he is and where that comes from. I, I also want to knit. There's clearly, I mean, the episodes that we've seen, there's clearly a history there with... Owen Wilson's character kind of going off in his own direction and, you know, creating mischief, so to speak. Uh, I kind of want to know a little bit more about his character, too. We already know his character. Wait, what do you, what do you mean? He's a variant from the 90s. Uh, I, you know what? I did not pick up on All that. All of them are... So now that's that you what you missed. So that's a spoiler. Okay, okay that's he, uh, Sylvie. Tell so Loki's going under the impression. I that completely missed that. Wow, that's everyone okay. has been created by the timekeepers, but Sylvie says no. That's not the case. These everyone that's in the TVA has been plucked. Are variants that the timekeepers have brainwashed into thinking that they, they were always formed by them. So these I, are variants. I missed that. Okay, so, so he's a my variant. connection, he's a variant. So my connection is the fact that maybe he's just like some guy from the 90s who sure. really loves his jet skis. And he had a good life and something happened, you know, and that got him mm. to work with the TVA. So I don't think he's a villain. He's just a regular pencil I don't think he's a 90s. villain, but now that you say that he's a variant and based on his behavior and the reason why no one wanted – he might also be a Loki. Real. That would kind of make sense. That like he's also a, he's a different Loki, but he's Possibly. a Loki. He's a Loki. Okay. He's a Loki variant, but he's a Loki. Like that's and that's the reason why they're so they don't. Why he wants to work with himself and, and they why did nobody mention that Lokis are the most popular variant. That yeah. the TVA. I love that bit, with. like when they show the different Loki. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just like, just like the dialogue between Mobius and Loki in the in the cafeteria about how Loki's doing his best to pick at you know just like the self righteousness of Mobius. 
I, you know, when, you know, Mobius calls him a child, like, I'm definitely not a child because a child knows not every evil person is truly evil mm -hmm. and not every good person is truly good. I just love the dialogue between those two people. And obviously, the TVA is eventually going to be the big bad of this TV show. Sure. Um, yeah, I think so too. And I'm just kind of curious what, how they're going to display and represent the the timekeepers are they really there or is it just like it's like weird cabal of different people illuminati yeah, people I'm, behind I'm the scenes i'm curious as to whether the timekeepers are actual beings or whether they're a construction you know to h hide for you know to i mean the propaganda something that, the yeah, propaganda yeah. is is heavy-handed and i'm like a little I'm I'm worried about that. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, although, oh man, Tara Strong. It's just like she, Miss Minutes. She's the voice of Miss Minutes. Okay. Uh, also the oh, voice of Bubble. I was wondering who that Bubbles is. from Power Play. Another one of those like one of those things that I appreciate when like someone like that is cast. You could have had a more famous famous person, quote unquote, play that do that voice but you recognize that voice because you just recognize her voice because she's like if you get look up tara strong and just look down that imdb it's it's like miles long because she's one of the most you know popular and she's worked so much you know voice actors in in the industry in cartoons so like yeah she's I mean, the the one that pops up immediately in my head is Bubbles from, from the Powerpuff Girls. But she's like, there's so many characters, so many characters. Uh, yeah. So I am, I'm psyched to see where it goes. I've really liked it so far. Uh, I've. I I'm my guess is that, with the whole fact that the TVA's sole purpose is to prevent branches from being created, alternate realities. Something will happen. Uh, the female lo Loki will be successful. And I think my guess is at the end of this show, all hell breaks loose and that will potentially lead to the Doctor Strange sequel. I'm, sure. I'm guessing. It, it just seems like a lot of these... these uh Marvel's Marvel series on Disney Plus are leading to Doctor Strange. It's not a lot. It's that the two that we've seen so far are very magic oriented. Particularly WandaVision and Loki. Well, she's definitely going to be involved in Doctor Strange. I, I think one of the things that has happened, one of the reasons that maybe uh you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier wasn't as cohesive and maybe wasn't as good is because it wasn't pointing towards an event movie. Like I it I I I, I Listen, liked the nineties bromance between those two characters is all I needed, right? Fair. I did not have to it does not have to connect to giant space wizards or whatever. Sometimes two bros coming together in a montage is all we need, man. What yeah, come on. I mean, yes, but the 
the the even without a connection, like the narrative cohesive, you know, the cohesive narrative in that show was not. I have great. low standards, all right. I, I understand that. that. Yeah, no, you no, know. that's totally fine. I'm just you know, uh, I don't know. Anything else on Loki? I th- I, I want to rewatch it. I feel like there's stuff I missed. I want to rewatch the ones that I've seen. Uh so briefly. Uh, you know, unless because the, there's maybe one or two other, I will say, if you have not, if you have HBO Max and you have not watched In the Heights, watch In the Heights. It's it's great. Yeah, uh, it's, I did appreciate that. You know, it was a nice, fun movie. I mean, oh, did did you you watch it? Yeah, I mean, it? yeah, it's. I mean, granted, I mean. It's, I want more of movies like this, more Latinos, more diversity. Sure. I mean, I, as he said, the colorism issue is a heights? big issue. Yes. I haven't watched it yet. Um, it's like if you're talking about people in that area in Manhattan, not everyone is light skinned. You know, some people oh, look yeah. like me. Well, you, you know, know, it's, you know, it's so, interesting. You know, it's interesting. I'm not hating the fact that they're I wasn't pushing either. For something I didn't. Like I didn't even like really notice that. But Lin Manuel. Miranda has has actually been criticized by, uh, about that in the past, like that it's, and I don't I don't think it's uh, on his part. It's like intentional. <laughs> I think that just kind of happened, uh, but it is like, yeah, uh, it is interesting. I mean, I love that show. I love the songs in that 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 show. I loved the movie. It made me miss. New York. It made me especially miss a aspect of New York that doesn't, especially in Manhattan, that doesn't really exist anymore. You really have to go out into the outer, outer boroughs to kind of experience that, and even that, you know, is really starting to disappear. Uh, so that actually, even more than the music itself and the movie itself, just that feeling that like there is there is a version of New York City that is dying and doesn't exist anymore and it's the new york city that i grew up in like that that aspect of that show even when it you know 10 was god 20 years ago i want to say now that that show came out on broadway or at least even before it was on broadway when that show was being worked on it's you know it's even more prescient now so that was the aspect of that movie that really like it, it 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 sparked something in me and like hurt, like it moved me, but in a negative way, like it really, it kind of hurt to watch that movie. And then, and then later when I was standing at my parents and I had access to stars, I watched monster hunter and that's a complete other side of the spectrum. It's so dude. I don't know why dude. I don't know why that it was, it was exact. So in the Heights, I get because it was, it was a feel good movie. You know that I guess I kind of needed. You know I don't sure. know about you, just like something fun, yeah, lighthearted. You know, heartwarming, telling yes. a tale that you know that a lot of New Yorkers and a yeah. lot of Americans most people, can identify. Most of us needed it. The timing yeah. of know. its release was actually very good. Was even very though, smart. Even though it wasn't intended, like it that that movie was delayed by like yes. a year. Yeah, but ultimately, it when it was actually released, made you know the timing worked. Yeah. Very well. So the thing with number one, I love Tony Jaw. So, you know, that was worth it. I didn't know that Ron Perlman was in it. Ron Perlman is in Monster Hunter as well. Uh, 
Mila Jovovich is I I I don't feel one way or another about her. She's made an entire second career out of B movie action and horror movie. Resident Evil, the Resident Evil. I am movie not going to hate anyone, you know, collecting checks. You know, yeah. she works hard for that. I'm just like, you know what you're getting, gaming into. Well, here's what I'll here's you what I'll say, what Eve. Into. What even though you say you'll probably pass, Monster Hunter is totally solid action, solid. I mean, even the effects, because, you know, trying to put a lot of money into that movie, uh, are really good. Like, it's just, it's a solid B movie. You know what I mean? It's a solid B, like, action, like, fantasy movie. I support Mila Jovovich, but she's not The Rock. The Rock is the I, only yeah, one no, who dude, can turn dude, me off to watch level movies. I totally understand that. I... I literally watched it because it you know it was it it was something to watch when i didn't have access to the other stuff that i like i couldn't watch because i didn't have access to disney plus where i was staying so i couldn't watch loki uh and i and at the time i was stressed out i needed to watch something dumb and you know what like it was dumb enough it was so i i is gonna sound weird. I am not here on this podcast trying to convince anyone else that they should see Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. I will say that I watched it and thoroughly enjoyed it. Kind I mean, of on the same level that I enjoyed Pacific Rim Uprising, and both of those movies are terrible. Okay, <laughs> like, like. It's but the just... difference is, there's something we would all love about Pacific Rim. Yes. Giant robots and giant monsters. Yes. I don't know about. Yeah, I, I mean, I know it's based on the video game. Monster, Monster Hunter just has giant monsters. Oh. That's about it. Uh, another announcement that got made that I think I texted it to you that I'm, I'm, I don't know when it's gonna come out or when they're gonna start shooting it. Speaking of, you know, Pacific Rim Uprising and John Boyega, they are gonna, they're making a, a sequel to Attack the Block. And yeah, I, I, heard about that. I, I heard about am that. so excited. Anyone I who has not seen that movie should get on that shit. Get on that, bro. Allow <laughs> it. That movie is got. And I'd be interested to see how much of that. Because, because, uh, you know, John Boyega has become a big star. What's her name? Who played the nurse is now Doctor Who. Like, uh, one of the other people, kids who survived in that movie, went on to play like one half of Firestorm on a bunch of seasons. Of, oh, now that you put yeah, he was a teenager okay, and attacked a block, shit. and people don't Fuck. because he's he he's not playing now a British dude. Okay, yeah. On the Flash or Le- Legend of Tomorrow, like yeah, he he's British. Yeah, I didn't put that together. Yeah. my goodness. Uh yeah, I love that. Watch it if you have not God, seen that. that Rich. Good movie, Attack the Block. Watch it with subtitles; they will help a little. <laughs> <laughs> because it is so. If you don't know, we'll briefly cover this. Uh, if you don't know about Attack the Block, Attack the Block is an alien invasion movie that takes place in a, a British project. A yeah, a British housing project. And John Boyega is the star, and I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on her name, but uh, Jody Jody Whitaker Whitaker, yeah, uh, plays the other person in it. Uh, there's a a hand. I mean, Nick Frost is in it briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's produced by uh, what's his name, 
who did all the Cornetto movies, but it's uh, not directed um, by him. Edgar Wright. It's produced by Edgar Wright, but it's not directed by. It. Yeah, it's it's fucking great. It's really. I mean, it's like practical effects. From the majority of yeah. it, yeah, yeah. There's some. Effects. I think there's some digital touching up of like the lighting, but it's practical effects. I love any sort of where you take like a sort of big idea, like an alien invasion movie that would, mo- you know, ninety percent of the time would have been a, you know, multi-million dollar, hundred million dollar movie, and you just scale it down to it's like this it tiny meets aliens. Yes, in a way, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, very in, much in so. my in my mindset, that's how I would compare this. You know, just like. You know, a bunch of kids banding together to, like, protect their own and to stop an invasion of aliens. Yeah, and there is – it's it's also, like, there's racial politics yeah. in there. There, There's, like, like any really good sci-fi movie, there's social commentary, there's yeah. political commentary. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it fucking it, – that disappoints me because – I saw Attack the Block. I remember you talking to me about that movie. I saw it. I was like, that shit's dope. And when Boyega was cast for Star Wars, I was like, shit, this guy is on the rise. And then yeah. fucking J.J. Abrams just fucking killed all that shit with, just, just, just with the trilogy. I mean, uh, let's move forward. I think <laughs> I, I think that I honestly, I honestly think they'll be it. But w- like the bright side to that is I think. I hope they learn their lesson on that, and I think, based on like Mandalorian, I think they've, I think they're going to be able to course correct on that. Especially because the next guy is going to direct a, well, a Star Wars movie is is Taika. As long as it's not a J.J. Abrams, sure, uh, director. I mean, it's like with Favreau and Filoni, hopefully leading the way. You know, they can they're smarter about like respecting a lot of the characters sure. and giving them shine. And being knowing the history and the source material to make little changes that will satisfy a lot of people. Yeah. Um also, Eve, since we didn't get to discuss it, did you ever get around to watching uh Resident Alien? With Alan Tiddick. Alright, so we can't all right. No. We we, you guys I've mentioned. Got, I've got a lot of shit to get caught up on. You guys mentioned Edward Wright. Have you seen the new trailer for his new film, Last Night in Soho? Never heard of that movie. I it don't think I've seen. I don't think I've seen the preview. We'll I remember it. reading I'll, about. I'll, it. I'll put it up. We'll, okay. we'll put it up. It, yes. Yeah. It looks. It's like a. It looks you know very much like an Edgar Wright movie, very stylish, but turns into horror. Yeah, like also like a, like a lot of his movies. Huh? Funny horror. Uh, yeah, funny, stylish. I have to see very it. I, like I'm not a big fan of horror unless there's something I could like. It, latch uh, it looks onto. it looks interesting. Oh, okay. and also if you haven't watched it on Netflix, uh, season two of uh, Love, Death, and Robots is yes. solid. I saw solid. that. Super I solid. liked it a lot better than season one. I did too. There's a, a lot, lot more better. solid. It's already out. It's, it's already out. out. It's been oh, out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's they are cumulatively they are all collectively a lot more solid than the ones from I, last season. I really enjoyed. It's season a lot one. more. It's a lot more. I mean, last season was a little bit uneven. Uh consistently, like all of them, are really good. 
this season. So yeah, I was super happy about that. I was psyched about that. Yeah, there's a, there's a number of things. There's a lot of things I got to get caught up on. Oh, also, uh, and then it looks like we're running a little bit low on battery. So unless there's anything super pressing that we want to talk about, uh, we next time we could talk about um, Bad Batch. We could oh. save Bad Batch for another time. You want to save Bad Batch yeah. for another? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Get caught up, and we'll no, I am caught up. You're at episode yeah. nine. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I, saw, I definitely right. saw it. Yeah. And what uh, about you, Rich? Bad Batch. I haven't started that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's good. I, I, do. You know what's interesting about Bad Batch? I wanted it to be better than I think it was. Not that it was bad. I think I was expect. I think maybe the the finale of Clone Wars was so good that like I I really wanted Bad Batch to be better, but I, I don't know. I thought I thought this so far. I mean, I've been locked in. Uh, Do I on. need to watch? Uh, Clone, Clone Wars, Wars yes, yeah. fully yes, yes. This. Because you, these characters were created from Clone Wars. Clone Wars, uh, and the story takes place uh, immediately after the end of Clone Wars. And the right as Order sixty six. Because what I loved about it, and I didn't know, is like the beginning of Bad Batch is when Palpatine executes Order sixty six. So you see the Bad Batch who are very out of the ordinary they don't follow the rules so they've been used to and accustomed to working with the jedi and just suddenly seeing all of the brothers turn on the jedi they are they have no fucking clue what to do and this entire show is about them trying to balance following orders because they follow the order of the senate or whatever and having to like realize that hey sometimes good soldiers don't follow yeah, and you see them order. starting to lean toward. I would love to see where the series I goes. Love Wrecker. Uh, I love Wrecker too. Uh, and I joke about it, but it's like, I, I, someone said that online. It's like it's the dad batch. It to- oh, it so is because they're it's taking so care is. of a young clone, and it's fucking adorable. I love it. I I don't know. I don't know why you said it's not as good. I thought it was just like. It's perfect. It's like good hardwood warming moments. It you is. You see one of their own go against them. Sure. You see the the beginning, the early formations of the Empire, you know, and how they're thinking about controlling the you galaxy. Also, you also see the start of the rebellion. Exactly. Uh, that's why I'm, in, I'm really interested to see where it goes. And there's um, a direct relationship with Mandalorian oh yeah. because they introduce – a new bounty hunter called Fennec Shan. Who is not voice. I was a little, the one thing that I was a little salty about is that it's not. Too much money. Yeah, 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 yeah. They can't afford her. I mean, they would, but I guess the price was not right. Yeah, or she's, you know, maybe why. Because she's working on (laughs) Boba Fett. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's been solid. I'm curious to see what is really different about Omega. Because we haven't seen much about who she is and what type of clone. Because we haven't seen a female clone before. Uh, well, I mean, her importance is the fact that it's her genetic material. That's all yeah. that makes her really important. The fact that she is as close to Jango Fett as 
Boba is. Sure. You know, she is the reason why they, I, I mean, spoiler alert, you know, it's just like she's important because she is like a Gen 1 clone. So oh, okay. yeah, that's yeah. all they wanted from her. You know, the Kaminoans or whatever they're called, they wanted her because they could use her genetic material to create more pure clone of troopers. Sure. I also, uh, I liked, see, I forget what his name is, but the the clone trooper who deserted. I uh, liked seeing. Cross, cross eye or I, cross I, hairs. Yeah, I liked seeing his, him and his family. Because oh, just no, like. no, that's Rex, Rex. Rex. Cause just like really early on in in Clone Wars, it's just in, it was just interesting to see like a clone who decided he wasn't gonna be a soldier anymore. That's why you want to go watch Clone Wars. Um, they if, take time. If you're they they go through episodes <laughs> where they're like they expand on some of the individuality of the clone troopers. You know, they do their best. They have tattoos. They cut their hair. Um, and you know and how they despite them looking alike they try to find their own voice and individuality so they kind of like go in depth into the whole clone trooper saga so if you'd like to see more and learn more about those individuals i, I will check say out clone you wars. definitely need to watch clone wars i will say there are definitely because it's seven seasons it's a lot of episodes good uh, episodes there are fantastic episodes there are not so great episodes. Some o- parts of some of the seasons are a little bit of the slog. There is also stuff in there if you're a Star Wars fan. There is that whole. I mean, I think I mentioned it before. I think it's in season three. That whole time that Anakin and Obi Wan are on that planet with the the trio that represent like different aspects of the Force. Yes, yes. That whole episode the is mythology of yes. That whole episode just messes with, <laughs> like, it's, it's for me as a super Star Wars geek, like, that that episode, there are episodes where you watch and it's like, this might change everything about how the Star Wars universe <laughs> operates. And they're, it's all canon, so, like. Wow. Going over the battle of the Darksaber, the history behind that, and how Darth Maul was fighting the Mandalorians for the Darksaber and to control of the Mandalorian force. Amazing. Darth Maul versus uh, Ashoka Tano towards the end. Yeah. Beautiful fight choreography. Better than anything you've seen in any Star Wars live action movie. Better than the battle between Qui-Gon and Darth Maul himself. Just like beautiful. And you see the tension raise... As Darth Maul realizes, oh shit, this is the ascension of Emperor Palpatine trying to like u- usurp control. It's just perfect. If you're a Star, and I'm I'm a, I'm a huge Star Wars hater, but I appreciate Clone Wars, and I think you would all appreciate the show yeah. immensely. Yeah. I gave I didn't care keeps, about my brother tells me to say he's he's so in, deeply invested in it. You need to get yeah. on that. You need to get Re- Rebels, Rebels. Rebels is just okay. Yeah. yeah. It's more of a kid show. Yes, than definitely. Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. And also, just that that be- they made a deliberate decision in that last. I think it's like the last s- six or seven episodes of season seven of Clone Wars, where they shifted to widescreen. They because it takes place d- at the same time, essentially, as Revenge of the Sith 
they up the animation but the animation budget it's it's that last like six episodes is fucking gorgeous and heartbreaking too what you watch that and then you watch mandalorian you re- you realize why ahsoka is ahsoka is... was the padawan of anakin he was training her. So towards the last season, you see just like the evolution and just like the crumbling of the relationship between her and Anakin as he goes to the dark side. I fucking nearly cried because yeah. of how much of the sorrow she has for and, him. And also you see you see how much there's a whole like thing about like her leaving the, this is all spoilers, but whatever. When you get around to it, it's it's not. I don't think the Jedi is not perfect in this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she calls attention to that shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, as far as movies that I just briefly that I came back to, I you can't watch it all at once. It's just too long of a movie. But I've because we saw it in the theater and it was good, but we all kind of like it was a slog. Um. Blade Runner, Blade Runner twenty forty nine is a fantastic movie. I love it. I, I've yeah. watched it another time. You watched it another Max. time. Yeah, yeah. I it's, love it. It's 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 really long, but it deserve. If you I remember didn't when feel you said it was long, when you wa- I remember in the theater we kind of thought it was kind of. It is. If you watch it, if you kind of had like a feeling, it was like I don't know about this movie when the first time. What it's it's worth a second I, watch. I trust Denis Villeneuve as a director. Yeah, and I don't doubt that it's good. I, but I'm holding off because have you seen it? No, I I watched it with yeah. You guys he went. He saw it with However, us in the theater. However, I want to truly appreciate it. I want to watch the original Blade Runner. You you never seen the original? I. It's been too long. Yeah. I, I recently got both. It's on, good. It's I good. The, I got to find like the, the director's cut. This might sound like to certain sci-fi nerds. I know it's going to sound like blasphemy. Uh, Blade Runner is a solid film. Blade Runner 2049 expands on Blade Runner in ways that it deepens that story and that universe in ways that are the, the first movie is just not going to give you. And don't get me wrong, the first Blade Runner, Blade Runner is great. Blade Runner 2049, I think, might be better if for no other reason than you're given so much more about how that entire society and all every, even though it takes place like years later, how all that operates. And there's just secret, like I was rewatching parts, there's parts of that, I mean, it was. Beautiful the cert the first part, but some of the parts when you watch them again, you're like, God, this is gorgeous. Like this is beautiful. No, not is, just like the way it's shot, I but remember, it's like I what re- is happening. The scene <sighs> where the girl from San Gen- Genipero takes it basically acts as the body for like his virtual girlfriend. That entire sequence is fucking beautiful on multiple levels like and sad and like oh god it's and the fact that you know that joe uh ryan gosling's character is also a dupe like a whatever they're called a replicant a replicant it just it it it, yeah everything about that sequence is just no just the realization that he's 
just a regular replicant. No, sure. No one special. And just, I'm not a fan of Ryan Gosling, but he does a good job. It's just like showing the disappointment do, that do, he's do not you know, important. So like, I think it was Pete That's Holmes what, that said that like someone like Ryan Gosling, he's best when you when he has less to, when he doesn't have to talk a lot, and all of his acting is body language yeah, and facial face. expressions you know what i mean like he's he's maybe that. that's why i enjoy drive so much he's great in drive yeah i yeah. love that movie don't let it don't have him talk too much he's you, you know that's yeah yeah and i'm trying to i know there's stuff that came out recently that i saw that i just i'm i'm drawing a blank on it i'm sure we you know we can get to it at a later date but i just i just wanted to bring that up because it's like you know you come back to movies that you've watched in the past and you're just like, it was like, oh, I, you know, I kind of only sort of like this. Yeah, that movie was fucking great. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I'm just like fucking, I know we're not out of the woods yet, but this has just been like, it's been really great to come back here and do yeah. a fucking proper yeah, podcast seriously. together. Um, I've been just, I've been dying to just get together with you guys and just be able to, you know, just socialize that that being know. said do we want to make black widow a thing oh mine i yeah. i mean i'm cool with i'm very much curious to go back to the theaters oh you want to go see it in the th- i, I, I mean either way or it could be my place or I, you're not yeah, yeah i don't know about the theater just yet all right I mean, I've been in a, in a theater, but it was not to see that type of movie. It was to see a, a sort of niche niche. I've got no problem movie. with uh, opening uh, Eve's Ghetto Theater back again. <laughs> that was but what I was. That was what I was. I've asking. got no yeah, problem yeah. with that. I got no problem with that. All right, all right, man.